0: This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? Learn more at TaylorMadeGolf.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully.
1: Good morning, Canada. Welcome. Inside gtc our final wednesday radio show of 2023 what a fun ride it's been in 2023 for these wednesday radio shows adam scully here alongside bob weeks and mark zacchino bob let's start with you welcome home from the cpkc women's open how are your travels back
2: good no problems this time i didn't uh a little better uh return trip that i had when i came back from memphis but all good it was a busy week we had the cpkc women's open we had obviously the tour championship and i should point out we had a, the u.s senior women's open two canadian amateurs finishing in the top 10 so it was a busy week busy week for lots of good golf stories and we can i'm sure cover them all today yes
1: sir and mark you're joining us from cobble beach how is cobble beach on this lovely wednesday morning
3: Well, a little bit overcast, a little windy this morning, guys, Uh, but yesterday we had a a great afternoon, got out on the golf course, Uh, absolutely perfect condition, Uh, greens were like lightning, you get above the hole here, and great day, and had a wonderful dinner, Uh, the suite I'm in is absolutely spectacular, overlooking Georgian Bay, overlooking the 18th green, uh, it is an amazing place, and I can't believe the development. It's been five or six years since I've been here. I think the last time I was here, there was about 30 homes on site, several hundred homes, and they were beautiful. It's just a great community, having a great time up here. had a chance to speak to Warren. Uh, I know we're going to uh, run my interview an hour after about everything going on up here. They've got an amazing September stay-and-play package available, so... Get up here. And I'm glad, Weeksy, that uh, you were able to use the Golf Talk Canada private jet to get home this time from the West Coast. I'm <laughs> really sorry that Adam was using it during Memphis and he just wasn't able to get it to you in time. So, Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, don't let that uh, happen again. Now, uh, Bob, before we hit news and headlines, because lots going on in the world of golf, <laughs> did, you, did you bring home the CPKC Women's Open Trophy? Because I saw on Instagram, I saw you were posing with it. Looked like a fun time on Sunday Eve. Did you bring the trophy home with you?
2: I did not, but uh, you're right. We were uh, we were sitting in the uh, lobby bar of uh, our hotel, and all of a sudden, some folks walked in with the trophy. It wasn't Megan King, but I guess some Golf Canada people. So we passed it around, and everybody had their picture taken with it. And uh, uh, I'm not sure where it ended up, to be perfectly honest with you. We'll have to see if, um, I don't know, there were a couple of adventures that happened. I'm not sure I can speak out of turn, but uh, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll find its way back to the uh, to the Canadian Golf Hall of Fame where I think it resides.
1: All right. Okay. Well, I, uh, I was thrilled to see that photo on Instagram on Sunday evening. Looked like a great time. And uh, I haven't told said this to you yet, but you and Kara did a great job uh, throughout the week on all things golf. It was fun. And uh, again, uh, before we go to news and headlines, your opening segment, I believe it was last Tuesday, the over the boards. Next time, you better bring a Jofa helmet and actually hop over the ring boards. I think we'll save that for Hamilton next year for the RBC Canadian Open rink hole. What do you think?
2: That was all Kara's idea, and she had actually thought about maybe getting a water bottle and right at the end, just you know, squirting my face down, cool it down a little bit. But um, we uh, we have lots in store with us. You said for uh, lots of, there have been lots of suggestions put our way for next year. We'll see what happens. But Kara was yeah. spectacular, by the way, in covering her first golf tournament. Good for her. Yeah, she's certainly an was a broadcaster. And
1: she's, yes, and she's one of the biggest golfers at, at TSN. Period. She's a huge fan of the game. She practices. Way too much, I think. Anyway, she she's addicted to the game, some would argue, but uh, good for Cara in her first uh, golf tournament covering it uh, from the media side. Also on today's show, former PGA Tour player Charlie Reimer going to stop by. All about play golf Myrtle Beach. There's a PGA Tour event in Myrtle Beach next year. Also the World Amateur going on as we speak, too. We'll get into that. We'll also unveil, if you didn't see on social media, our three grand prize winners. 20 weeks of made and when we're going to announce the Big hoopah, the Big Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. That's coming next week. We'll get to that and much more a little later in the show. But first, news and headlines.
0: News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger, everybody knows one.
1: All right, so about 24 hours from ago right now, actually, Zach Johnson, was at the microphone, and he was making his captain's picks for the Ryder Cup for the U.S. side. And the picks that he came up with, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Sam Burns, and Justin Thomas. Mark, let's start with you. Overall, thoughts on these six picks? Um... I think we're having some connectivity issues with Mark. We'll get to Mark here momentarily. Uh, Bob, let's go to you. When you saw these six picks, we we had discussed the captain selections, the options, because there were obviously many options for for Zach Johnson. But just overall, when you saw these six names come in, what was your biggest surprise?
2: Um, I think the last two names that you mentioned there were surprising, maybe not shocking. Justin Thomas and Sam Burns and um, you know you can if you look a little deeper you can see why it's listen the captain's job is you're never going to be perfect everyone's going to be questioning you to a certain extent even if you took you know seven through twelve I think that the people will always say well this guy's better or that guy's better and and if they turn out you're you're a genius and if they don't turn out you're an idiot and I think you know, I think you can look at Sam Burns and say, okay, not bad. Um, and you know, hits the ball. He won tournament this year, the match play. He's 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 a long ball hitter, and he pairs well with Scottie Scheffler. And you got to think that probably Scotty Scheffler was in uh, Zach Johnson's ear saying, look, this is a guy I want playing with me. I want my partner because they're pretty good pals. So that's I would think that that might be a couple of reasons why. Justin Thomas, to me, is a little bit of a bigger surprise, Um, not a shock, like I think, okay, yeah, once you see it, oh yeah, okay, well he did it, you know, he went there, but I think, I think there's a bigger risk at it, let's just put it that way, and Justin Thomas, it kind of goes, I don't want to say reeks, but it does sort of show you that there is this kind of boys club network of these guys who are all connected, you know all this gang, and and an outsider like a Keegan Bradley, who to me was the biggest oversight uh, maybe along with Cam Young. I think that that's, that's why, you know, in, in a lot of ways, he may have got the final say. Look, he's a proven commodity in match play. He's a proven commodity in those in, in there. He's a proven commodity in the, in the team room. And Keegan Bradley is not those things, even though Keegan Bradley is probably playing better right now than Justin Thomas. So that was kind of my reaction to it. We
1: have Mark back uh, on the line here. Mark, when you saw all six of the U.S. Ryder Cup captain selection. What was your biggest surprise?
3: Yeah, I, I, you know what? I kind of echo the same statements as Bob. Uh, I mean, I think Bob and I are seeing this exactly the same way. Um, it does feel like a bit of a closed-door society, an old boys club um, I don't think these are bad picks. To Bob's point, Sam Burns did win the match play. So if you're going to win one tournament this year and you're trying to justify being uh, on, a, on a team event in, in a match play scenario, you got to think it would be the match play. But in the same breath, this reeks of Scotty Scheffler wants his buddy on the team. This reeks of Jordan Spieth wants his buddy on the team. And although I don't think any of these picks are bad picks, it it starts to really feel like it, unless a Keegan Bradley was going to qualify, unless a Lucas Glover was going to qualify, unless a Cameron Young was going to qualify, that they really had no chance of making it on this team because um, it, it sounded. I don't know if you listened to the press conference uh, of Zach Johnson, and I'm a big Zach Johnson fan, but he alluded to player input uh, often throughout the, the the news conference, and it was. It kind of got me thinking more along the lines of I really think the top six that, that made it on this team really pulled a few more strings and had a little bit more influence on who the captains were going to select than previous teams. I don't know if you guys got that same feeling, but I certainly got that feeling, and, and I believe it was kind of alluded to on a few occasions. Um, I'm with Bob, too, the the one who's got a lot of pressure here. The one who's got the bullseye on his chest in the spotlight, with the exception of Zach Johnson, who's going to have it, obviously, is Justin Thomas. You know, Justin Thomas is the guy here that is here on past record. He is here on past performance. He is here for everything he has done prior to 2023. Based on 2023 alone, Johnson—excuse me, Justin Thomas has no right being on this team at all. So that's a lot of pressure.
1: Certainly a lot of pressure, and for Sam Burns, 14 starts since winning the WGC match play. He has one technically top 10. He did finish T4 last week at the Tour Championship in terms of 72 hole scores. So he finished T4 in the net last week, not in the gross. Anyway, that's a little complicated. That discussion is for a different day. We've got lots of audio. Mark, you mentioned Zach Johnson's press conference. Let's hear Zach Johnson overall on his six captain's selections.
4: They check all the boxes. Fierce competitors, great versatility, great flexibility when it comes to pairings, when it comes to uh, the fit for Marco Simone. Um, a great fit for each other, uh, which is massive. And... Um, with that I think comes a lot of just awesome options, successful pairings and opportunity to uh do what we want to do, and that's to win. So um got some great experience in there too, uh, considering we are going across the pond, no easy feat. Uh, but I'm confident that these guys, along with the other six, now we're one now we're twelve. Um, twelve strong, if you will. Um be ready to go
1: and one of those players who obviously is looking to be ready to go is justin thomas now jt did not make the fedex cup playoffs he had more rounds in the 80s than rounds under par in major championships this season let's hear now from justin thomas during the u.s captain's picks press conference
4: very very happy to be here but uh it's I mean, it's it's exciting. It's it's a it's a type of nerves that I don't think you can really put into words. And and us that have experienced it, especially over there, can can understand. It's it's a it's a it's butterflies, but it's good butterflies. You know, it's the it's all the nerves that we are playing for. It's it's why we play professional golf is to be in these kind of atmospheres. And um, you know, I mean, it's a, it doesn't matter how many. Cups we've played in, whether it's our first one or our fifth one or our third one, and we're all going to be nervous, but this is, it's a great opportunity. And uh, I think all of us are very excited. And I know the rookies are as well.
1: So in my perspective, this Justin Thomas pick is similar to for a number of Ryder Cups on the European side, when players like Ian Poulter had absolutely zero form, when guys like Lee Westwood later on in his career had zero form, but all, Sergio Garcia, same thing, past performance, and just bring him in as sort of a veteran leader who's done well on America on uh, away soil. Bob, do you think something similar here, or is this back to that uh, old boys club, uh, quote unquote, if you will?
2: I mean, I think what Zach Johnson is hoping is that Justin Thomas will. Be sort of similar to Ian Poulter. You know, Ian Poulter could play, have a terrible season, come out and somehow find some magic in match play and in you know in taking down the U.S. teams single-handedly. It seemed like at times, obviously it wasn't, but it seemed like it. And I think that's what he's hoping he's going to find. He's going to hope that he's going to find a little bit of magic. There is something to be said for the fact that you know, in in stroke play, you ha- every shot you hit counts. Whereas in this competition you can get away with not being perfect a little bit more than you can on a week in, week out on the PGA Tour. So, you know, if 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 Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are paired together, they may produce a few points um, together. So that's, that's what I think Zach Johnson is hoping on. Um, I think, you know, Jordan Spieth has played more Ryder Cups than anybody else on that team right now. So it's hard to think of these guys. But, you know, these guys are two veterans, so they may even be able to supercharge... Some of the younger guys who have either making their first appearance or making their second appearance in the Ryder Cup. And that's probably a lot of, a lot of things that go wrapped up into making the pick for, for uh, Justin Thomas.
1: And JT obviously has played with Jordan Spieth a lot, uh, both in the Ryder Cup and President's Cup. JT also partnered with Patrick Cantlay back at Whistling Straits, too. So they've had a lot of success. Mark, before I, I get your perspective here on JT again, let's hear from Zach Johnson on why Justin Thomas made this team.
4: Yes, um, Justin Thomas, one of the most tan- talented players on the PGA Tour, in my opinion, uh, he has without question been the heart and soul of Team USA Ryder Cups. Um, our emotional leader, I would say, and I don't, I don't think he uh, would argue with that. He just leads by example. Um, overall, a fantastic Ryder Cup record. Um, his passion for the Ryder Cup is very evidence um it's he would say it himself he has said it himself um in my mind he was born for this and um there is um you just don't leave jt at home
1: you just don't leave jt at home mark for you obviously zach johnson and justin thomas are, are buddies like that's that's a clear statement here do you think that there's any, not issue with that, but anything that's a little maybe strange about that? How, you know, Zach Johnson obviously still plays on the PGA Tour. Actually had a pretty decent year, Zach Johnson did playing uh, for his own right. But do you think there's something weird about that, Mark? Zach Johnson and Justin Thomas still buddies?
3: No, no Not really. I mean, no. Zach Johnson is as close to Lucas Glover as anybody. Uh, So it's not like he just put his buddies on his team. I'm sure that was probably the hardest phone call that Zach Johnson had to make was probably to Lucas Glover. I don't think this is Zach Johnson picking his buddies. I think this is Zach Johnson letting his players pick their buddies. Uh, To your point, though, guys, to both of your points, I do think this is an Ian Poulter type of scenario uh, in in a sense. And that's why I said, you know, Zach Johnson's here for everything he's done prior to 2023, nothing he's done this year. Uh, the one thing I'm going to call complete BS on, though, gents, is Zach Johnson's uh, constant suggestions that they have an analytics team. And they're breaking down analytics, and they're breaking down how the analytics will fit a setup of Marco Simone uh, Golf Club. As you guys know, when the European side sets up the golf course, that they, they make uh, uh, putting the golf ball in the fairway, uh, an important part of the puzzle in a typical European Ryder Cup setup. Unlike when we come to this side of the pond and the American captain basically takes all the rough out of the golf course so his team can hit it all over the map. Uh, the ball striking of Justin Thomas, uh, one of the best iron players in the world prior to 2023, has been horrific this year. And partly because he's been playing from the rough all year. So he's not he hasn't driven it well and his irons are horrible. So don't give me the analytics conversation. That, that's B.S., uh, and that's fine. No one's saying you got to use the analytics. But the analytics did not pick this team because there's not an analytic number uh, that you can show me any data from the year of 2023 that puts Justin Thomas as a pick at Marco Simone where we're going to have rough and we're going to have a, a, a tournament that, that it, you're going to have to hit ball. So I don't mean, guys, right now, do you want to be playing alternate shot with the Justin Thomas you've seen over the, over the summer? I mean, you better like to hit it through small windows and in and out of trees.
1: Well, why are the captain's picks so important for the U.S.? In the last two Ryder Cups on European soil, U.S. captain's picks are combined four wins, 15 losses, and two ties. So these captain's picks are absolutely critical for a team. USA. When we come back here on GTC, we're going to hear from the other captain's picks. I'm going to ask Bob and I'm going to ask Mark who the biggest X factor is going to have to be from a captain's pick perspective for Team USA at the Ryder Cup. This is Golf
0: Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by JPSM Golf, offering Canada's largest selection of electric golf trolleys. Good for your score, good for your health. Visit JPSMGolf.com to find a trolley that fits your game. JPSM Golf, Canada's premier electric golf trolley specialist.
1: Welcome back inside GTC Scully Weeks and Zakino all here alongside talking US Ryder Cup. We're going to get to the X factors in terms of captains picks. We'll get Bob's we'll get Mark's perspective, but I want to hear from the other five captains selections who were announced on Tuesday. First, Brooks Kepka, PGA champion. He's back for another Ryder Cup. Let's hear from Brooks Kepka.
4: Last few years have been been a lot, but uh at the same time that's that's what I've been grinding for. That's what I've been um, trying to get back into, into shape and 100% feel good um, just for this moment and get out and go play with the team. So super excited, looking forward to it. And we've got a, we got a great great group of guys, um, great captain, great assistants. It's, it's going to be a fun
0: week.
1: Brooks Koepka, 6-5-1, all-time in the Ryder Cup, the only live player on Team USA. Next up, Ricky Fowler, the Renaissance comeback season himself. He is back 3-7-5, all-time in the Ryder Cup. Let's hear from Ricky Fowler.
4: It's already coming together. Um, a lot of us are, are really close. Um, a few of us live close to each other in South Florida, and excited that I've played well enough to give myself this opportunity. Um, I was thinking about it a little bit, and it, in a way, reminded me a little bit of my second Walker Cup. I went from being a rookie at my first, and then my second in 09. Um, myself and Brian Harmon were kind of the the guys that had played and the older guys on the team. So a little different and um, odd situation being to be one of the older guys, but hey, we'll take it any way we can get it
1: to believe Ricky Fowler's first Ryder Cup was back in 2010. Next up, Jordan Spieth spoke about the success he's had in his Ryder Cup career in four ball.
4: My great teammates in four ball, Um, you know, I've I've had to lean on them a few times over the years,
5: but just some freedom, you know, Uh, I like to play aggressively and typically when you have, you know, a partner beside you, you get that opportunity more often, you can, not only just hit shots more aggressively, hit putts more aggressively, you always know someone's going to get it in the hole. And, um, you know, when it's going out there trying to make as many birdies as possible, it's just more fun. Um, Just have more fun playing that format. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, why uh, win percentage is that high necessarily, but uh, I'd love more opportunities. It's, It's my favorite format for sure.
1: Colin Morikawa, another captain's pick, 3-0-1 in his first Ryder Cup back at Whistling Straits. Let's hear from Colin Morikawa. No,
4: you know what? I, I think we're all excited. Um, knowing the history, knowing the past, um, these are obviously 12 guys. We've got our captains, our vice captains, uh, and we all want to win. You know, we we know the history. That's all the past. We want to create uh, new memories. We want to create new uh, history for us and the U.S. side, and I think we've got the do that. I'm excited, everyone else is. And to be honest, like it's uh, it's really it's another match
1: out there, it's another golf tournament, and uh, we're gonna do our best. And finally, Sam Burns, who played in the President's Cup back last year. Uh, he's a rookie on the US Ryder Cup side. Let's hear from Sam Burns. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say it was my number one goal. Uh... That it was something I, I wanted to be a part of, and I didn't want to miss out on. So uh, when Zach, you know, gave me the call, um, just incredibly honored. Um, you know, I think for me personally, there's no higher honor than to represent your country, uh, to be a part of this Ryder Cup, to tee it up
4: alongside these world-class players and guys. I'm extremely, extremely excited.
1: Okay, so those are the six captains' picks for the United States of America. Mark, let's start with you. Of the six captain's picks, who has to be the X factor for the US to win for the first time on European soil since 1993?
3: I think it needs to be Sam Burns, guys. And I think it needs to be Sam Burns mainly because who he is likely to be paired with. He is likely to partner with the number one golfer in the world, Scotty Scheffler. And Scotty Scheffler, is certainly trending in the wrong direction at the moment. Uh, the putter, as you guys are well aware, we've talked it to death throughout the summer, has not gotten better. If anything, it might be getting worse. So someone is going to have to pick up Scotty Scheffler. Somebody is going to have to make putts in that twosome. Regardless of format, someone needs to make putts. And someone needs to inject some confidence back into Scotty Scheffler. It's uh, going to be hard for Team USA to win if their best players aren't their best players. I think Sam Burns has got a lot on his shoulders. and Now, I do think he's the right personality type to maybe light a fire under Scotty Scheffler and get him headed in the right direction. So I think the personality works. But for me, guys, it's Sam Burns because of likely who he'll play with.
1: And Sam Byrne, Scotty Scheffler, really good buddies. They travel a lot together. They eat a lot on the road together. Bob, for you, of the six captains picks for the US of A, who needs to be the X Factor in your mind?
2: I think it's got to be Brooks Kepka. I think I say that for a couple of reasons. One is he's the, a little bit of the outsider coming from Liv. Uh, but I also think that he is, without a doubt, the cockiest, um, at least up front, hockeyist and the, the guy who has the most bravado and who can really, I think, um, really kind of intimidate some of the European tour players. And I think coming from Liv, he's got something to prove as well. Uh, he won't say that, but I think he does to a certain extent. He's had a great year, so we're not expecting anything but good things from him. But I really think that uh, if he performs well, if he kind of works as the leader of that group, it's going to be a huge advantage for the American side.
1: Five-time major champ Brooks Koepka looking to build on that 6-5-1 all-time U.S. Ryder Cup record. When we come back, who are some of the biggest snubs from Team USA? We're also going to discuss Team Europe. Top heavy, a lot of strength, but depth looking down the team, what can we expect when Luke Donald makes his selections on Labor Day? All that and more coming up when we come back right here on GTC. This
0: segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by JPSM Golf. Offering Canada's largest selection of electric golf trolleys. Good for your score. Good for your health. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Visit WeatherTech.ca.
1: Welcome back inside GTC, Scully, Weeks, and Zacchino alongside. Now, for the past couple of weeks on the show, we have discussed who we thought would make the U.S. Ryder Cup team, who would be a captain selection. Now, as we mentioned on Monday's show, for the second consecutive year, I came in last on our TSN Edge year-long <laughs> fantasy league special we haven't decided my punishment yet but i will say of the three of us i was the one who said justin thomas would be on this team so i mean every anytime i can be right i have to say it out loud uh mark have you thought of any punishments yet for me finishing last the last couple years
3: uh, no, I uh, am going to have to uh, speak with Bob privately, mm. uh, have a sidebar with Weeksie, uh, and right. we will come up with some type of punishment. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to be. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, forcing you not have to wear one size larger shirt for the first month of our 24 uh, TV season. That, that may mm. be something along those lines. I don't know. We've got to talk to Bob, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, all, all of my requests <laughs> for, for sleeveless shirts from our friends from Adidas have gone on deaf ears so far. So maybe if, if I show up in a double XL on, uh, on, on for our, our month one of our season, maybe things will change for me. Probably not. Anyway, getting back to uh, more serious matters here, aside from me coming in last every year, is the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Where, obviously, there are 12 guys who will be playing for the U.S., but... There are some notable players who did not get selected bob for you who's the most notable snub by captain zach johnson
2: I, well i think it's keegan bradley uh i do think he is but i think there's a you know i think you can also look at cam young as a guy who was according to Fred couples was already on the team he made that announcement <laughs> about six weeks ago said yep he's going to be on the team um but but i still think it's keegan bradley and i think you know he issued a statement and said in the statement that, uh, yeah, I wasn't part of that club of those guys over there. Sort of a little bit of an outsider, but I mean, hard to argue. He had two wins, a runner up uh, in big events. You know, I mean, he won big tournaments, he's been consistent. And for a guy who uh, had to switch over from the long putter, he's become a very good putter with a short one. So, you know, I always like guys who can putt well in match play, because if you sink a few putts, boy, it goes a long way.
1: Mark, for you. Biggest snub for Team USA?
3: Yeah, I think it's got to be Keegan Bradley. Um, I'm with Bob for all the reasons he outlined. It's the second time he's been snubbed in his career as well. He was snubbed the year he won the PGA Championship many moons ago as well, uh, finishing just outside qualifying and then then not being selected as a captain's pick. You know, the other snub here, guys, it's kind of weird, and I'll throw this at you guys because I'd love to hear your opinion. In a way, I feel like the PGA of America snubbed the PGA Tour and snubbed the FedEx Cup playoffs because the PGA of America and Captain Zach Johnson put zero weight in what happened late in the season and certainly what happened in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Right? They, If they had to put any weight at all in who's playing well through the playoffs and who played well recently through the summer, then... Zach Johnson, excuse me, then Zach Johnson would have picked Lucas Glover, and he'd be on this team. So in a way, there's a mini snub to the PGA Tour in the sense of, yeah, we didn't put much weight into what happened in the playoffs. Hmm. You know, in my mind, that's interesting, Mark, and
1: only really because the Ryder Cup's now later. You know, back in couple of years ago that the tour championship and the Ryder Cup were back-to-back weeks, so momentum was a very important thing I think if that was the case a guy like Lucas Glover would have way way more of a chance uh, Bob what do you think about that and what Mark had to say
2: yeah very much so I think you know that's the one caveat that that Zach Johnson can say about about his picks he said well you know Justin Thomas has got a month to practice uh on the other side of that coin though you can also say yeah well he hasn't played a competitive event for 3 weeks <laughs> i mean he's been sitting on the sidelines so uh there is that and then there's the whole question of of what about the live guys i mean taylor gooch had a really good year on live uh bryson DeChambeau is you know a pretty good pretty good player as well those are guys you might have considered i don't know um but uh, listen as, as i said before if if the us wins and uh and these picks, you know, help out, then Zach Johnson is going to be regarded as a genius and vice versa if it goes the other way. It was just like
1: Jim Furyk in 2018 when the three obvious captain's picks were Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Bryson DeChambeau. And between the three of them, they were all disasters in France. So... It's all about playing your best and playing better. Now, before we get to the European side, I have to take a look at social media here because Keegan Bradley just took to Instagram about 20 minutes ago with a photo of his suitcase from the 2012 Ryder Cup. And in the caption, I'm going to read this word for word. This is my suitcase from the 2012 Ryder Cup that I haven't opened Since that Sunday, that's disgusting, I promised myself I wouldn't open it until I won a Ryder Cup. That week changed my perspective on golf forever. The Ryder Cup suddenly became very important to me. During that week, I had some of my best memories coupled with some of the darkest in my golf career. I'm proud of the effort I put in to make this amazing team over a decade later, but it wasn't meant to be. All of the support has been amazing, but it's time to now get behind this U.S. team I'm going to be watching and pulling as hard as I can for him, for them. Mark, as we discussed on Monday on radio, on television, you know, Keegan throughout the week at the tour championship was, you know, patting Scotty Scheffler on the back and trying to play the good guy all weekend. You know, he, he's doing this the same way, isn't he, Mark?
3: Yeah, you know, listen, uh, most of these guys are great sportsmen. Uh, they're gentlemen. Uh, most of the guys out there are good people. Um, and he's taken the high road. And for that matter, you and I last week, Adam, talked to how Bryson DeChambeau took the high road and said that he understands that it's very hard for uh, the captains in the formula they use to to kind of evaluate the play of live golf and, and what they do in a 54 hole shotgun and. And how you know it's not exactly a condensed schedule, and it's a very small sample size of of, of golf of what uh, Zach Johnson and his assistant captains are trying to um, you know eval- evaluate when it comes to Reed DeChambeau, Zach Johnson, etc. So um, again, you know Bryson took the high road as well. So listen, at the end of the day, you're right. This is time to, the, the picks are the picks. There's only room for twelve. Uh, six picks in total, now it's time to get on with it and and, and and play golf and see what happens. And at the end of the day, I know Bob will say what, what him and I have always said about these things. Uh, next time, play your way onto the team. Next time, play better. Uh, there were six automatic spots. Uh, everybody had an equal chance to get one, and six guys did it, and uh, they're the ones that didn't put their fate in somebody else's hands. So next time, if it's that important to you, grab one of those six.
1: And, well, last year we saw an interesting situation where Will Zalatoris would have been a shoe-in on the U.S. President's Cup team, withdrew out of the Tour Championship, then couldn't play in the President's Cup uh, due to his back issues, where I think he's coming back fairly soon, which is very good news just for golf in general. But, Bob, it safe to say, let's say one of the 12 on Team USA has some sort of injury. Uh, Keegan Bradley is the next man up.
2: I, I would think so. I know they always do sort of put a... Uh, um... A name on their list. I think they have to submit it actually as Mm. as the uh, replacement and you know listen there's probably I think I think I heard there were 25 guys who got measured for uniforms because they had to do it at a certain time. They had no idea what was going on so we'll see what happens. I just want to quickly though uh, when you said um, Keegan Bradley had just gone on to Instagram there's an Instagram post here from Gary Woodland today who just said Uh, I want to share with you a recent health development on September 18th I'll be having surgery to remove a lesion found on my brain I was diagnosed a few months ago with that I've been trying to treat it with medication after consulting with multiple specialists and discussing with my family we've made the decision that surgery to remove the lesion is the best course of action I'm in good spirits with my family and team by by my side and so thankful for the love and support of everyone so obviously a pretty serious development there for Gary Woodland
1: Wow. Well, we, we wish the, the best in the speedy recovery to Gary Woodland uh, and his family. Of course, our good friend, uh, Brennan Little, to uh, his caddy uh, for Gary Woodland. Uh, all the best here uh, for Gary Woodland. Okay, when we come back, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to discuss Team Europe. We're also going to look ahead for Brooke Henderson. We're going to hear Brooke and Bobby speak after the Sunday CPKC Women's Open final round and discuss uh, Brooke Henderson's outlook for this week and the rest of the LPGA season. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, home to 80 great courses, 60 miles of sandy shores, endless dining, and entertainment. Visit playgolfmyrtlebeach.com to start planning your golf trip today.
1: And we'll have much more on Play Golf Myrtle Beach in our next segment, with former PGA Tour player Charlie Reimer going to join the show in about 13 minutes. Minutes. Okay, getting back to the Ryder Cup discussion, we went deep into Team USA and what their strengths will be. I'm Marco Simone. How about Team Europe? Who right now there are four guys who have were signed, sealed, and delivered: Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Tyrrell Hatton. Three other guys who I, I would say are pretty much in Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Fitzpatrick, except Straka, you could probably put in that category too. Bob, for you, in terms of top heavy strength, do you like the Europeans more or do you like the U.S. more?
2: Uh, I think I like the Europeans based on form right now. Three of the top four in the world are going to be on that team, amongst those names you mentioned. I think when you get a little bit, Lower down though is where you know the depth might not be quite there for the euro team. They do have some good players, and some might be a little bit sneaky. Uh, a guy like Adrian Maronk, who's uh, i think will get name of the team we 'll see he's had a pretty good year Yannick paul's another guy that we don't know really much about, but he's had another very good year uh, but I like the t- I like the top four or five on on uh, the team that the uh, european team it 's just a question of whether they <laughs> where they're gonna? I, I suspect there'll be a bunch of guys playing all five matches on that Euro team.
6: Let's put it that way. This, I
1: was just gonna say the same thing. And Yannick Paul works with good friend of the show Shaheen Nakhjavani. I've spoken to Sheen a number of times about Yannick, and he's got a, a high. Uh, high potential that's for sure okay mark last november we did our year in review shows and we did some predictions for this year last year you said team europe is going to get it done again on home soil are you sticking with that prediction my friend
3: yeah, I'm sticking, and I think I've got this team locked in right now at 11 oh. spots. I think I think it's the 12th spot that is the question mark, personally. I mean, if it ended today, guys, uh, McElroy, Rahm, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood, and McIntyre would be your top six, because McIntyre gets in through the European points list as the third mm-hmm. man. So those six are locked in. I think the next four are likely slam dunks, Uh, Fitzpatrick, Straka, Shane Lowry, and Justin Rose. Uh, I know Lowry's had a bit of a weak year, but I mean, you need experience and and you, you gotta go with your best horses. That leaves two left. I think uh, Adrian Moronk is is your 11th man, to Bob's point. Uh, he won on this golf course. He is the reigning Italian Open champion. He won the Italian Open at Marco Simone Golf Club in May. So if there's a horses for courses play here, why not go with the Polish Prince? So I'm down to one spot, guys. And I don't know if it's Yannick. I don't know if they go crazy off the board. Podrick Harrington has been vocal about wanting to play for this team. I mean, that 12th spot, this would be a huge stage for Yannick. I know he's a winner. I know he's had a good year. But, I mean, he's never been on a stage anywhere near this size before. I'm really curious about where that 12th pick goes.
1: Now, Mark, I know. Are you going to apply for Italian citizenship and try to work your <laughs> way on there yourself? What do you think of that?
3: Well, I don't know. Right now, I might be playing better than Guido Migliosi, who That's is the true. first, who is the Italian first up. <laughs> and he is uh, 30th on the uh, European points list and 34th on the world points list. So yeah. I don't think we get an Italian on this team, which is unfortunate. We didn't yeah. get a Frenchman on the team in France either. So. Uh, it's always a shame. Um this is something we're not going to have to worry about next year for the Presidents Cup. It's not a matter of uh is there a Canadian on our team next year? It's a matter of how many Canadians.
2: And and what about the live players? I mean, I know a number of them have resigned from the European Tour so they're not eligible uh, uh aka Sergio Garcia, but I wonder if uh if if they would go down and uh wouldn't it be just hilarious if uh <laughs> If, if um, Luke Donald picked uh, Henrik Stenson, oh my God, <laughs> he was originally the captain on the team. <laughs> the irony behind that.
1: That would probably break <laughs> all of social media, break the golf. That would break a lot of things. That would be quite something. We'll have a full breakdown of Team Europe uh, when their full squad is announced on an upcoming edition of a GTC. Okay, shifting gears here before we sign off on our one. Brooke Henderson back in action this week in Portland. A course, a tournament. She has won it twice already in her career. We didn't get a chance to play uh, Brooke's audio on Monday's show. She went one-on-one with our own bobby weeks after her final round at the cpkc
2: Open, you wrapped up your fourth round and you did it in style it must feel like a bit of a relief i guess or maybe just the positivity flowing from you after uh, a bumpy road leading into this how good does it feel to finish on a high note
6: Uh, Yeah, you said, a bit of a relief and lots of positivity to take away from this week. Um, You know, it wasn't my best stuff, but I was able to grind it out when I needed to on Thursday and Saturday. And then, you know, Friday and Sunday, I was able to be uh, closer to how I'd like to be playing out there, making a lot of birdies and, and making some moves. So it was just, it was a great week overall, you know, to see all these people out supporting and just the love they have for me is pretty cool.
2: The fans have a lot of expectations on you. When you come to this event, do you put more expectations on yourself, do you think, maybe subliminally?
6: Uh, You know, I've always had this event as my sixth major out on tour, so it's always an event that I want to peak for. And, you know, I want to, I would love the opportunity to hoist that trophy again, like I did in 2018. So, you know, every time I come to this event, I am looking for a top finish, and I think the fans are looking for that, too. So, you know, our expectations match, I think.
2: After this, you and you said yesterday that you've had a little bit of a. You said you were upset with the way you played this year. When you leave here now, on with a round like this, can that? Build your confidence going into next week.
6: Uh, yeah, you know, I think anytime I can take some confidence builders, I, I'm all for that. You know, I think that's a little bit what's been missing this year is just not as confident and um, how I've been playing. So you know, this feels great, and to finish well on Sunday is what you want to do every single week. So hopefully, I can kind of take this momentum moving forward and, and get into those final groups on the weekend and hopefully finish it off uh, sometime soon.
2: Could those eyeglasses be the difference maker for the rest of the year?
6: <laughs> I really, I really did like it actually. It made, like, chipping and putting way easier. Uh, it wasn't, like, counting as much. And, uh, no, it was, it was really nice. So hopefully it'll make a difference coming up.
2: All right. Thanks for a great
6: week. Thanks, Bobby.
1: There it is. Thanks, Bobby. I always look forward to that, uh, both on Golf Talk Canada and Sports Center. Bob, for you, when you look ahead now for Brooke, not only for this week at a tournament she's played very well at before, looking ahead for the rest of her season, coming off a T13 last week, what's your overall outlook for Brooke Henderson?
2: Uh, I'm a little more bullish after watching her play. She she hit some good shots. She she had a bad week of hitting it to the right a lot last week, and and the rough was not where you want it to be. You just could not afford to be in the rough. If she gets a golf course where the rough is down a little bit, uh, and I honestly don't know if that's this week or not, I think that uh, she could go a long way. But I I think she's slowly rolling into it. It's not going to be her best year by far. unless I mean if she wins again, she'll say oh yeah two wins it's not bad but. Um, I think there's, there's, um, I'm not sure what the reason is, I couldn't really figure it out in talking to her or her people, but um, hopefully she's, I mean, she's still got the energy, she's still got the, the, the charge, she still wants to do it, so we'll see what happens. She's got eight, eight more tournaments, so it's still a long way to go.
1: Long way to go for Brooke, and you can see our highlights of the tournament in Portland this week on TSN.ca and SportsCenter. Now, Bob, before you sign off here, uh, we didn't bring this up on an earlier show. I saw that you were working with our good friend, Ralph Bauer. I saw you guys put in a shift. (laughs) Tell Mark and I what you guys were working on, and are you a change man?
2: I went out and played uh, several weeks ago with our good boy, O-Dog, and had probably my worst round in about two years. Just could not hit anything anywhere. So um, I decided it was time to go and see Ralph. I went down to see him, and I was thinking there was going to be like an overhaul process or this. and about. He said, hit some balls, and after about a minute and a half, uh, he just said, okay, I want you just to tilt your body back a little bit this way and uh, shift your hips just a little bit this way. And it was like the most minor change you've ever heard in your life and it worked, it was, it was perfection, and he had me, he gave me a few other little things, but basically it was such a minor change that I was doing, and this is, I said, is this what you do like when you're working with Mac Hughes, or he said, yeah, yeah, you know, usually it's like ball position or stance, and I was thinking like, it's gonna be about how much pressure I have on my third finger of my left hand at the top mm-hmm. of the backswing, that's gonna be the, something complicated like that. Anyway, he made it seem really easy, and uh, I'm gonna test it out this afternoon on the range and on the golf course tomorrow.
1: Uh, Mark, for you, when you hear that, when your partner is putting in work on the range, are you excited for our inevitable match, our rematch with Team Recoil, and you guys who are you're like five thousand and two or something?
3: Yeah, what, what's going on here, Adam? Is that Bob and mine's golf season is starting, so he's oh. getting ready for the start of our season, which kicks off next Friday, September first, and uh, or this Friday, I should say. Uh, and that's the start of our golf season, so we're getting ready to take you and Nick on, and anybody else that wants to take us on. Now that, uh, now that uh, we'll we'll have a little time to play golf. The, uh, the question is, where, gentlemen, where? Because we've only got about thirty good days left here north of the border, so so we might have to go away and find a find a match on foreign soil.
1: 30 good days. Come on. We're playing golf into October. Come on. We're doing it. Come on, Mark. Oh, man. I can't wait to get out and play with you guys at some point uh, very soon. Bob, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck on the I range. Can't... Good luck on the golf course. Please keep us posted. I want details on how your body tilt and your hip shift and whatever you just said. I, I want details on all that. We'll see, see you throughout the week on uh, Sports Center. Thanks for your time today, Bob. Take care, guys that wraps up hour one here yeah, on gtc hour two kicks off with charlie reimer discussing play golf myrtle beach this is golf talk Canada.
0: this segment of gtc presented by taylor was brought to you by play golf myrtle beach the golf capital of the world Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Why Picton Mahoney? Visit PictonMahoney.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino, Bob Weeks,
1: and Adam Scully. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Mark Zucchino. This is hour two, the second nine here on GTC, our final Wednesday radio show of 2023. And hey, maybe you're here in the GTA. Weather is starting to change and you might think, hmm. Maybe I should be start maybe I should be going on some sort of golf vacation. Well, why not Myrtle Beach for much more on Golf in Myrtle Beach? Joining us now former PGA Tour player Charlie Reimer, ambassador for Play Golf Myrtle Beach, good friend of the show. Charlie, what's going on, man?
7: Hey guys, uh in the end of August, y'all got snow yet up there?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> not,
1: no. Not yet, my friend, not but
2: uh, it, it's There's coming. It's more, coming at some days. point.
1: <laughs> um, yeah,
7: but, you know we we got a we got a hurricane coming our way right now. and We're going to be fine here in Myrtle Beach, but uh, folks down in the Big Bend of Florida, where they transitioned from the panhandle to headed south there. I know that thing hit a lot of wa- water surges down there. I hope everybody's safe and uh, safe and tucked away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're praying for everyone uh, down down south. Uh, for sure. Now, for you, uh, Charlie, let's say someone listening to this right now has never been to Myrtle Beach to golf. In your mind, what makes Myrtle Beach such an attractive golf destination?
7: Well, we, we just have uh, so much golf and so many options. I, I've been working on a video series uh, lately. It's actually gets uh, released over at PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com and and um uh, we haven't released them all yet but i'm visiting 66 golf courses and i've already done 49 and uh, i I've, I've been coming here since i was probably 5 years old and and uh, i still hadn't played all the golf courses and this project i think is going to let me see all of them and and just the variety that we have uh, you have people you hear myrtle beach uh myrtle beach is actually uh, a city that's in the middle of what is a 70 mile north to south along the coast golf mecca that starts in georgetown south carolina which is a really cool old city one of the oldest ports on the east coast and and, and the entire grand strand area goes all the way well up into uh, north carolina and and uh, so it, it's just um uh, probably seven or eight communities that are spread over that 70 miles and they all have a little different personality and different kinds of golf courses and and the variety is just spectacular. Uh, you get a lot of southern hospitality, a lot of good eating. And, and, uh, in particular for, uh, my Canadian friends, uh, our weather in the, in the wintertime is, is very mild. In fact, that, the locals love seeing you guys come down in January and go out swimming. So, uh, <laughs> we're like, we people in the ocean. We want to call 911. And we're like, no, 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 it's just Canadians. They don't know any better. So, uh, <laughs> You know we don't, we don't swim when it's like sixty. you guys apparently don't mind swimming when it's sixty so uh but it, it's it's uh you know it used to be a little quiet, you know we used to have th- some off season we listen, we go year round now and we just don't have any off season there's so many great things happening here, and a lot of folks not only coming to vacation and play golf enjoy it, the other the other aspects of coming to Myrtle Beach, but a lot of people are falling in love and 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 moving here as well so uh there's really no off-season anymore, Myrtle Beach, and, and I, I kind of enjoy that. It's, it, well, it used to be dead as a doornail in, in in the wintertime, but not anymore.
3: Charlie, I was once staying at the Old Course Hotel, and the sun came out, and it reached 52 degrees, and the beach was jammed, and the Scots were out <laughs> swimming. So I just keep <laughs> pointing to that, and that keeps Canadians sane, uh-huh. swimming in 60 degrees. So, uh, You guys yeah. have the World Amateur going on how is this storm affecting the world amateur how many golfers are there how many thousands of people visiting the beach this week
7: uh well it's it's uh, you, you know on the beaches itself you know it sort of calms down when all the kids go back to school uh so you know there are some folks out on the beach i enjoy walks on the beach it's it's great i just live a mile and a half or so uh from the beach and and uh, uh when, when you look at the world am then this is a 40th world am and i'm I was trying to figure out last night. I've I've been the host and MC for maybe close to 20 of them. And uh, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, We use the convention center at at Myrtle Beach, uh, which is centrally located, turn that into the world's largest 19th hole. We have uh, over 3,200 golfers this year uh, from every state uh, and I believe 19 different countries. And and, uh, what's really cool is – 25% of those folks are brand new. They've never played in the world Am, which is great, but 75% come back every year. We've actually had five. We celebrated last night and had them up on the stage. We have five contestants that have been to all 40 now. And, and so, so it, it, it's just really neat. You know, we, we utilize a total of, uh, I believe it's 52 golf courses, uh, for, for the week and, and folks go out and they, Play and then they come back to the world's largest 19th hole. where We've got food. We got about 50 vendors there, plenty of drink, plenty of entertainment, education, and golf. And 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 really, Myrtle Beach is the only place that you can do an event like that because I don't know any other place in the world where there's that many golf courses concentrated where, where you can have over 3,000 people come in and play golf and have a tournament and a competition and all all kinds of competition. We've even got some some flights where there's no competition. They're just here for the social. So. Uh, you can find just about anything you're looking for uh, if you sign up to play in the World Amps. Always a lot of fun. Hopefully they'll get their golf in today. The rain will hit tonight. Maybe we can you know, get some of the final round in tomorrow. But the weather for the first two days has been absolutely spectacular.
1: Now, Charlie, not sure if this news made it to Myrtle Beach, but Mark and I actually won his course as member guest. Uh Mark was a scintillating 65 <laughs> on his own ball. What do you think, Mark? Should we make our way to the World Amps next year?
3: I, I mean, sure, take the show on the road. I'd have to get my amateur status back, so that no, that fine. might take a while. But it'd be, yeah, I don't think be worth I don't think we have sure. a
7: pro division. Maybe we'll start a pro division for just 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 you, Mark. Uh, then you're gonna guarantee to win another trophy, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: it's all about yeah. the trophies, isn't it, Charlie? It's all about the trophies. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, it uh, fall's a great time, right? Fall's a great time for Canadians. They want to. Uh, Extend their golf season. I saw specials online for as low as $100 a day for golf in room, depending right. on what time in the fall you want to go down. I mean, it is crazy, the value in the fall.
7: Well, I, I got to tell you, you know, everybody gets excited about golf in the spring, and, and rightfully so. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's Real Masters, and, you know, CBS is playing that theme, you know, everywhere. and I guess they do the same thing in Canada, I would, would presume. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, fall has always been my favorite time of year. Uh, grow, growing up in the southeast, you know, you get a, you get a break from the heat. The weather's still good. The the vibe is is really nice. The golf courses are in great shape. I absolutely love the fall and and the fact that you, know, you can get some bargains um, as opposed to in the spring. You know, it's something you really need to weigh when you're looking at at, at taking a trip and in particular buddies trips. There's no better place in the world to take. Uh, buddies trips in Myrtle Beach. Uh, Mark, you've been down here a lot. You know, we got a really a ton of condos. You know, that's always a lot of fun rather than having everybody go to their own hotel room and meet up somewhere when you're all staying together. You know, I mean, we, we got places you can handle 16 people under the same roof and and, uh, you, you know, you can cook meals together and all that. But fall is just a special time for me. And and uh, uh, being able to do that, save a little bit of money just just makes a ton of sense.
1: It certainly does uh, make a ton of sense and falls an exciting time, but also going to be an exciting time because May 6th, the 12th, the Myrtle Beach Classic, an event coming to the PGA Tour. What's the significance of having an event like this in May at the Dunes Golf and Beach Club, Charlie? Well, it's something that
7: the entire golf community in Myrtle Beach is really excited about. We've had uh, LPGA events. We've, we've had... Uh, events on pga tour champions uh we, we've had a lot of amateur collegiate events and that sort of thing and uh it's just really special though when the pga tour comes to your community and, and we're ready for it i mean we're we're listen we're the golf capital of the world we we should have a pga tour event so i uh, the the first day it was announced my phone was ringing off the hook people want to know how they can volunteer how they can help really excited about having come in and Dunes club is is the second golf course that we've uh, ever had here at Myrtle Beach is a uh, Robert Tritt Jones golf course. Uh, one of his sons Reese, who's a great friend of mine, has been tweaking it a little bit for the event. The club is you know polishing things up and and, and I've actually been over there the, the golf professional is Dennis Nickel. He is excited. The superintendent is excited. the members are excited, so there's going to be a lot of energy around the event. The golf course is beautiful. Uh, clubhouse is right on the beach. It's really the only golf course in all of Myrtle Beach that has uh, ocean views. It's going to look absolutely spectacular on TV. We can't wait to get the PGA Tour here next May.
1: Yeah, we can't wait to see it uh, either now. Charlie, before we let you go, I've only been to Myrtle Beach once, and it was actually last year when the U.S. stormed from behind to win the Can-Am Cup. I still lose sleep over it. Every night, what do you say, is it time for another Can-Am Cup at some point here soon? I'm always up for it. I'm, I'm a lot better than the, uh, I'm trying
7: to think of the way to say it, that I can say it. Uh, poopy talking, how about that? I love the poopy talking around it more than anything, and the uh, alcohol consumption. I'll tell you one thing, that down here in the U.S., we can hang with you guys on the golf course. But when it comes to consuming adult beverages, you have kicked our butt up one side and down the other. There's no doubt about that so uh we, we I mean it's not a big event, but I mean the beer consumption if you look at the bar bar graph, I mean it is just off the off the chart during the k m cup so it's it, 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 it's uh its it's a lot of fun uh you know, you know so we we try to get you guys to over drink so you don't play well. The problem is
1: the more you drink, the better you play so we we might have a different strategy next time we do the event. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's many ways we go with that. Uh, actually Mark and I, we were partners in the, for the singles event last year, taking on the Paulsons and we posted an Instagram selfie video where Mark and I's voices were so hoarse from the evening before. Let's just say we actually tied that (laughs) match Mark. I will say that. So maybe going forward here, we we gotta
3: have, we gotta have
1: yeah well charlie uh thank you so much for your time today play dot playgolfmyrtlebeach.com looking forward to seeing the rest of your video series all the best and looking forward to uh, catching up with you again sometime soon
7: yeah i appreciate you uh, thanks for having me on guys
1: absolutely that's thanks uh, charlie good, that's our good friend of the show uh Charlie Reimer and uh Mark, I, I always appreciate that invite you gave me uh last October. And that was a great time of year too to do the event where uh you know temperatures perhaps in the morning it was it was chillier, but once you hit ten thirty, eleven noon it's you're in shorts, and then by the time four or five o'clock, it's maybe you're pulling a pullover back on or a or a q zip, that sort of thing. But the
3: temperature that time of year, that time of year, is great in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, you can gra- if you can grab those twelve o'clock, twelve thirty tea times, like those perfect noon midday tea times, and and grab that afternoon window. It, I mean, it's perfect to your point, right? So. Yeah. Um uh, we got to reconnect with our friends at Myrtle Beach and see if we can get a Can-Am Cup on the schedule or something like that for next year. We, you know, we didn't do it this year. Everybody got too busy running around yada yada, so maybe we can do it next year. We'll uh We'll get something going. It was a ton of fun, but uh, I'm going to have to, uh, as the captain, I am going to have to put uh, an alcohol consumption policy in place here uh, because Mm -hmm. for for Mm -hmm. the second year in a row, we blew a monster lead because we just don't know when to go home at night. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm thinking the secret is Bob with his fancy new sling move. You, have, you put him, you know, on the mix. You play him last in the singles because he's he's the the second coming of Mike Weir now with this new move coming on here. So uh, no, that'll be a great time for us. Playgolfmyrtlebeach.com for much more information. Some of the great golf courses, great place to go on a friends trip uh, to Myrtle Beach. Some great food there as well when we come back here on gtc we're going to learn all about the taylormade stealth two plus driver because hey we just announced our three grand prize winners of 20 weeks of taylormade in our year-long fantasy pool that's coming up next right here on golf talk canada
0: this segment of gtc was presented by picton mahoney asset management For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. Learn more about their award-winning golf course and growing community. Visit
1: Cobblebeach.com today. Welcome back inside Golf Talk and Adam Scully alongside Mark Sacchino, who's in Cobble Beach right now. We're going to learn all about Cobble Beach in our next segment with Warren Thomas, the golf director at Cobble Beach. Uh, that's coming up in our next segment right here on GTC. But as we always do with GTC, 20 weeks of tailor made uh, is now coming gone, which is so hard to believe. The summer's gone by way too quickly. Uh, later in the show, if you haven't seen our three winners for the year long fantasy pool, we'll announce those at the end of the show but one of those prizes we gave away a TaylorMade Stealth 2 Plus driver for much more on this great driver uh, here's Mark with Brian
3: Basil back at the TaylorMade Kingdom all right Baz, here we go again another exciting year for TaylorMade and it's about forgiveness what is forgiveness well it's forgiveness through more carbon what's the story this year
5: Yeah, I mean, forgiveness is the easiest way to put it, right? It's far and it's forgiving. You need to kind of mash them together in a good, tailor-made fashion, and and there you have the improvement year on year.
3: So how were you able to use more carbon? What's different in the construction this year for Stealth 2, which is really, you know, off the heels of a huge success with Stealth 1? Yeah, if you think about Stealth
5: 1, I mean, it had taken 20 years to get to this place where we introduced the carbon face, a 60-layer carbon-compressed, carbon face, which is lighter than titanium. It provided that better energy transfer and better speed. Okay, now if you go back a year in Sim 2, we had a radically different construction. Every piece uh, uniquely designed in the construction of the head to bring a bunch of forgiveness. So in many ways, it's the combination of those two things coming into Stealth 2. Now there's more to it than that, But in in some form, it's sort of Sim 2 and Stealth 1 kind of coming together to the starting place of Stealth 2.
3: Let's start with the Stealth 2 Plus Mm -hmm. because there's three models we want to go through. Let's start with the Plus because I've always been a player inside the Team Tailor-Made family that likes the adjustability. There's certainly plenty of it with the Plus. Yeah, no doubt
5: about it. So I'm holding the Stealth 2 Plus right here. First and foremost, you see that red face. We've done a couple subtle tweaks to the shape of the head uh, over Stealth One. The toe kind of comes down a little bit. The red's a little bit more tonal. The face is actually a couple grams lighter. Why do we do that? We actually do that to, again, improve that energy transfer. And the topography of the face has changed. It's actually thinner on the outside. And so that also brings speed on off center shots. Now, when you look at the crown and the shape, it's beautiful. This sort of piano black with the, with the matte front section, really clean to look at. But in the PLUS model in particular, you're seeing it. You're seeing a bunch of carbon right in the center of the head. And this whole back section minus this weight is less than a quarter of the weight of the head. So it makes up to almost the entire area. The reason we do that is because we get to put the heavier stuff right here and here, which stabilizes the head. Okay, so now we have a more forgiving head, and now we have adjustability as well. So you have a 15 gram weight, then go left to right. You can kind of dial in your ball flight with five the Five grams bottle.
3: heavier than last year?
5: It is five grams heavier. Uh, it's a little bit wider, so it doesn't have as much of to play, but you do get a little bit more left to right than you did last year, which is super cool, but you also get the benefits of a bigger sweet spot
3: because of the forgiveness in this head. Adjustable loft sleeve as well, so the player that chooses the Plus wants to fine-tune ball shape yep. and, and wants to be able to tinker, maybe you know, change the driver a bit. Bit of a chameleon in a sense. No doubt about it. So
5: you have a lot of adjustability. You have the plus or minus two-degree sleeve here. You can go, you can change lie angle. You can change face angle and loft. You have the movable weight. We also have a 15-gram weight in the back as well. Um, you also have all the shafts. I mean, the player that really wants to dial it in. This is the one to do it. This is our lowest spinning model of the three, and so it starts in that place. You can change loft, of course, but this is going to be the most penetrating
3: ball flight of the three drivers. All right. So then we go to stealth two, which we are giving up adjustability, but we're getting forgiveness.
5: Yeah. So as you work your way through the three models, here you can see we've lost the adjustability, but I'm going to draw attention to something that was in the plus model as well, is the speed pocket here. So that adds even more speed low on the face. But that extra weight that was in the track, we basically take that out and move that into the back weight. There's a 25 gram weight back here. And so you have this incredibly forgiving package between all the carbon in the crown, the sole, a carbon composite ring in the back, and all the heavy weight is the collar that holds the light face and the back weight. So you have a super stable club, a fast face, right? Carbon's a fast face. Um, so the combination of those two things
3: we said it before forgiveness and with the loft sleeve it's still opens the face slightly when you dial down and closes it slightly as you dial up. So there's still some adjustability in terms of face angle to promote draw or fade. I know you don't have as much as you do in the Plus, but there's still some options.
7: No
5: doubt about it, right? Just generally this this head's gonna spin a little bit more, a couple hundred RPMs more than this Plus model. It has a little bit more draw bias than the Plus model. And then to your point, Mark, you've got the 12 position loft sleeve. So you have 12 places you could actually adjust this to lower the loft if you open it up. Or close the face a little bit and, and get that ball flight up. Are, we, are yep. we seeing both models on tour? We are seeing both models on tour. Yeah, we're having a lot of success. You know, you got the Stealth Plus in like Colin Morikawa's bag, but they're having they we're having a lot of success on both sides. I mean, you, you've got so many options within this. In fact, actually in the HD model, we've got Nelly Corda in the HD model. So
3: all three of these heads are on tour right now. Wow, because that's where I was going next. And and I didn't ask that question about the HD because I didn't think I'd get that answer, Baz, because I look at that HD and I know a bunch of players back at home that uh, should immediately go to this golf club. This is high draw, easy to hit, Uh, This is just the easiest uh, number in in, in the line to just square up for the average golfer, is it not? No doubt about
5: it. Okay, there are more people out in in the golfing world that can benefit from the HD. HD stands for high draw. And what do we do in this head? We basically are going to provide that golfer more of a benefit to take them off, if you're a right-handed player, off the right side of the golf course where they typically fight it. Left-handed, obviously the opposite, but we put more weight in the back, we shift the whole inertia generator in the heel a little bit more, so now you've got a 30 gram weight of tungsten back here. This is the highest inertia, the highest, most forgiving head of of the bunch, and it provides you a little higher flight, a little bit
3: more left. I'm going to tell you right now, I know this is a home run. I played golf yesterday with Adam Scully, and he kept <laughs> it in the ballpark all day. You don't know what kind of endorsement that actually is, Bass.
5: <laughs> well, we're happy to do it, and we're going to continue to, to, to press on that and help golfers like Scully uh, play better golf for sure.
1: And I've really enjoyed that uh, throughout the year that TaylorMade Stealth 2-plus Trap. Really appreciate the plug there at the end from the guys, and 20 weeks of TaylorMade later in the show. When we wrap up, we'll announce – the three winners of our year-long fantasy pool for 20 weeks of TaylorMade. When we come back on GTC, Mark's going to go one-on-one with Cobble Beach Golf Director, Warren Thomas. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. Book your tour at cadillac.ca
1: slash live. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Mark Sacchino, who's currently... At Cobble Beach. Now, Mark, you had a chance to play the golf course yesterday, spend the night at Cobble Beach. Tell us about the entire experience.
3: It's a great spot, uh, Adam. I can't wait uh, for you to get up here in September and and let me know what you think because the golf course is a lot of fun. I mean, um, there's some forgiveness off the tee which I think makes it fun for everybody. Uh, you know, good players are, are still interested here, but if you're just a recreational uh, player as well, you can get around here because there is some forgiveness off the tee and you certainly has, have some tee deck options. You can play it forward, etc., cetera, et cetera. But it gets really interesting as well for the better player and for the avid, avid golfer because it's a great second shot golf course. These greens are really tough. They're in perfect shape. If you leave the golf ball on the wrong side of the hole, you're going to have a long day. You've got views of Georgian Bay from 18 holes. Uh, it's just very picturesque. It's very quiet and calm, and it's a lot of fun. You can make birdies, but again, you get in the wrong spot, you can make others. You've got a bunch of different uh, accommodation options. We're staying in a lovely suite. Uh, that It's huge, uh, and it overlooks Georgian Bay in the 18th and 19th green here at the golf club, but you've got uh, multiple bedroom cabins as well. Wonderful dining room uh, where I had a nice bottle of red and a little beef oh, tenderloin man. last night. So uh, life is good. Uh, the spa seems full up here as well. And, uh, and I like it Adam cause it's just the right size. You're not on top of people and people aren't on top of you the entire time. Like it is truly a relaxing couple of days to come up here where, as you know, um, resort life uh, can feel crowded at times, right? I mean, these places are popular. It doesn't feel rammed up here, and I really like that. I like the fact that it, although uh, the T-sheet's full and although the occupancy is full, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of people here. To me, that's a huge bonus.
1: That's a huge bonus for sure. Uh, what you're describing essentially sounds like paradise, and uh, I can't wait to get up there myself and, and check things out. And when you say golf courses are forgiving off the tee, or as we just heard in our previous segment, far-giving off the tee, Mark, you know my golf game so well. You know it so well that when I, whenever I hear forgiving off the tee, my ears perk up because you know me. Sometimes I can, uh, I can miss some fairways.
3: Yeah, I think, uh, don't get me wrong, there's some spots here, Scully, and a few holes where you, you're going to have to rein it in a little yeah. and find the fairway. Uh, there are some spots. But overall, you'll be able to hit driver a lot and have fun. Uh, but it's really, you've, you've got to be aware of where the hole locations are up here. The greens are fast. Uh, if you are putting downhill twor- towards Georgian Bay, I mean, they can run like half 13. If you're if you're putting downhill towards the water, it, it, velvet bent grass greens here, very, you're gonna love it.
1: Oh, I can't wait to get uh, to get down there. And Mark, you had a chance to speak with golf director Warren Thomas from Cobble Beach. Let's hear that interview. Here's Mark with Warren Thomas.
3: All right, Warren. Thanks so much. Uh, Love being here. Been too long. Uh, Been threatening coming up all year. I'm finally here. Before we get into what's happening on the property, because I noticed a ton of changes because it has been five years or so. It's been a busy time for you. Junior Invitational. Uh, You had your own uh, captain's event. It was a Ryder Cup event. Tell us a little bit about the action around the club recently
8: yeah it's been fantastic thanks for coming up mark um looking forward to getting out there today uh, but we've got lots of members here now and as you can see by the development we've got lots going on we had the captain's cup yesterday where the you know the, the 20 winners are eating steak and wine and having wine and then the loser eating the beans and stuff like that so lots of fun stuff we've got the junior invitational just finished up that was uh uh, almost doubled the amount of uh, players from uh, last year. Uh, great sponsor, Gray Bruce uh, Junior Golf and, and uh, Dunn's Electric. So just, just super having those juniors. Actually, in the junior event, we had a hole-in-one. One of the kids made a, made a hole-in-one and made an ace. And, and just so, so great seeing the smiles on their face.
3: Uh, the environment here has always been great. It's always been fun. The people are super laid back. It, it starts with you uh, and your staff and the staff throughout the club. Just a greeting I got this morning at the desk. Everybody's so nice and the environment's great. But the one thing I did notice when I was here five years ago, there was a charming little housing community. And now there is a charming large housing community and it's growing. How many houses do you think have been added since I was here five years ago and what do you have coming?
8: Yeah, five years ago there was probably 30 or 40 on the property and now we're, we're well over 200. We have our third phase starting uh, this fall. And uh, it's just great uh, with all the new members uh, coming in uh, from Toronto and different areas. And, and when they get here, like you said, Mark, they're just, they love the area, uh, they love the outdoors and uh, being able to walk and bike and, and just that, all that outdoorsy stuff. Everyone just, just loves waking up in the morning and, and seeing the bay right here.
3: Okay, the kids are going back to school. All right. Uh, but September has slowly turned into one of the best golf months in Ontario. I remember like when you and I were kids, September was kind of almost the end of the golf season. You and I are around the same age. It seems like our season shifted. It, it's like it, it starts later, but it ends later. And September is absolutely one of the best months for golf in the province. you got a lot going on here. It's a perfect time to visit.
8: Yeah, I agree, Mark. It seems like May is kind of the, the crummier month now whereas uh, we're great uh, later in September and especially October. Just fantastic but uh, lots going on. we got stay and play coming up that we'll talk about here but uh, we have the Concorde d'Elegance uh, on the 17th of September. Uh, it's similar to the Pebble Beach hosted every year uh, and we it, this is the Canadian version so uh, if you're looking, uh, it's on the 17th but lots going on the 16th. Get online at cobblebeach.com check that out and, and just so many people come up that day and, and we have all the it's not just any car show it's uh, it, it's quite something
3: yeah so is it it's more a classic car type like what get walk us through some of the activities and what the property might look like on a day like that
8: well there's definitely no golf on the Saturday Sunday, <laughs> but uh, uh, we have absolutely we have all the Duesenbergs and all the, the 20 30 40 different cars back in, in that century kind of thing but we also have supercars which you, you know, I kind of like seeing the, the Lambos and different uh, different vehicles. So there's all kinds of different stuff going on. Uh, they have, uh, but just go to the website, check it out, and uh, lots of stuff going on that weekend.
3: Yeah, that's the only way you and I move fast at this age. Is if it's in a Lambo or something like that, <laughs> we ain't doing it with the help of, without the help of an engine. Uh, before we get to stay and play, uh, you have a, a Twilight still going for the for the uh, fall season.
8: Yeah, we've had that uh, going, but you know it's going right now. So the rest of the season, uh, you, you know, after two thirty, cart range uh, and the eighteen holes, it's one twenty nine. Come on up. It's it's uh, usually lots of availability and it's fantastic. You just want to come up and play nine holes at 79 after four with, uh, with the cart. So that's a good opportunity there too.
3: Okay. Stay in play. That's what I'm doing. I've come up for stay in play. I'm going to play 18 holes this afternoon. I'm going to have dinner, uh, and then play again tomorrow, uh, before we're going to run this show. I've uh, run this interview Wednesday morning for golf. Talk Canada radio. I'll be on location for that. And then am going to try to play in the afternoon again. It's been a couple of years since I played the golf course. Always loved it. Miraculously, always in good shape too. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I mean, the, uh, you know, the climate up here can get harsh in the spring and the fall, yet you open ready to go, it seems, every year. Um, before Actually, before staying in play, how do you do it with the, with the, 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 the climate? The greens are always perfect.
8: Uh, that's a good question, Mark. Actually, Ben and his team out there do a great job. Uh, they work hard uh, doing all kinds of different things. But the velvet bent that we have on our greens uh, – uh, they have a similar strain, I think, at Eagle's Nest and Paintbrush, but uh, it's, a, it's a grass that uh, is made for this weather. So when we get the harsh weather up here, we open with great greens. And I've played in some events across Ontario the last few weeks, month or whatever, and I'll put us up to anybody. Uh, when they get up on men's night and they get up to 11, 11 and a half, it's just, uh, they're just beautiful.
3: So Velvet bed, I always thought that it was fescue straight through. So is it fescue T to green through, and then and then uh, velvet bent when you get to the green, or was I, Am I off base with the fescue?
8: Yeah, there is a little bit of fescue out there and on the greens. It's a velvet bent with some fescue uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, throughout the fairways, I would bring in my superintendent to talk that.
3: Okay. All right.
8: That lingo. Maybe you'll see him out there and you can touch on that. All
3: right. I, I'm just, it's miraculous to me that they roll perfect all year long. And uh, way technology, it's more than just uh, in golf clubs these days, right? It's in the seeds and it's how you take care of everything. Okay. Uh, September's a great month. Uh, you I—you know—you and I are together on social media and i I saw you post a little something. I went, hmm, i got to ask you about this. So uh, what's the big special? Uh, Why September for Cobble Beach?
8: Yeah, it's just great getting some people up here late in the year. And and basically we have a a three-day unlimited golf where you can stay here two nights and have a couple of breakfasts. Uh, starting the end of September and October, it's four ninety nine Sunday to Thursday, and Friday Saturday it's five ninety nine. But you know, give us a ring in the golf shop, ask for Warren or email me at WarrenThomas.cobblebeach.com. at cobblebeach Love to hook you up. We'll even uh, continue this rate right up until May thirtieth next year. So if you can't get out, get on board this year. Get your trip booked for next year. It's a great spot to come up with the guys, and you don't have to drive anywhere. Like Mark likes to get mm-hmm. a good snack, so I'll <laughs> lie, and, and have a have a glass of wine and. and it's just a great property to overlook the bay. Every hole you can see Georgian Bay. And, and like Mark said, it's always in great shape uh, right up to the end. We're not doing any any drilling of the aerating or any of that stuff. So uh, come on up and see us.
3: And uh, September's been great. Thanks, Warren. I can't wait to get out there. Unlimited golf package uh, going right through the end of this uh, year and then into next spring. So uh, jump on it. Cobblebeach.com is the place to go. Call the pro shop. Ask for Warren. Take advantage of it. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for having me.
8: Thanks, Mark
1: have a great day. Wow. A lot of great information there from Warren Thomas, golf director, Cobble Beach. Now, Mark, you guys tease that about whether you're going out there again today. Are you going out to battle the golf course this afternoon?
3: Well, I I have a tea time. Right now the weather is not cooperating. So Uh-oh. we are hoping that uh we're hoping that this if it can just blow out of here in the next hour then uh then yes, so we are we are in a wait and see approach. Uh, but uh, I'm hoping so. It's a fun it's a fun track. I'd like another shot at it. So now that I've uh, now I know uh, <laughs> these do not get above the hole, uh, then we've got new information to tackle it today, skulls
1: it is cobblebeach.com cobblebeach.com check it out plan a great little trip for you your significant other your buddies the works it's a great place to go and you just heard those specials to end of september into october all the way through to may 30th from sunday to thursday 4.99 uh, the weekend 5.99 for that when we come back 20 weeks of tailor made will unveil the three winners of our year long fantasy pool and mark and i are going to give a little preview because we're going to be seeing each other next tuesday for some golf mark and i haven't golfed together since the historic championship at the toronto hunt golf club all that and more (laughs) when we wrap up gtc
0: next this segment of gtc presented by picton mahoney asset management was brought to you by cadillac Cadillac. Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of LightStrike and LightStrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf.
1: Wrapping up our final Wednesday radio edition of GTC for 2023 Scully and Zucchino alongside I have to give special thanks to Chris behind the glass who's been with us throughout the year on these Wednesday specials great job uh, Chris throughout these fun shows been really cool a hey, mark to take a look at the, the TSN edge perspective the fantasy perspective of that week's PGA tournament and fun for us too to do two completely different radio shows every week
3: yeah, you know, it just w- there's just so much golf. and this year made a lot of sense uh, to jump on Wednesdays to to kind of pr- you know preview what's coming as opposed to look at what happened. you know, uh, so it worked out well. Uh, looking forward to it next year. Uh, our winter schedule, will you know, we still got some TV specials coming up in September, and we've got our Monday uh, usual two hour radio clock every Monday. Um, And we'll get into some stuff that is not PGA Tour related in in, in the uh, winter months. And then uh, also uh, starting October, we'll get to our we'll move to a one hour clock on Mondays. Uh, GTC hibernation almost. We won't go away. Just a little bit, a little bit of a downscale until uh, February, where we'll ramp it up again to our brand new season. So uh, but I kind of like this time of year, Adam, because, you know, the PGA Tour season, it's long. I mean, it mm-hmm. it it's there's so much going on. The winter gives us time to talk about stuff like travel and instruction and new equipment and new gadgets and just some stuff that sometimes we don't get uh, as as often a, a, an opportunity to chat about when the PGA tours uh, front and center.
1: Yeah, and you know, fitness too. As as the season winds down, you know, you've got to keep your body ready. You know, when things ramp up because come. January 2024, that's when people here it, you know, here in the GTA get the itch to get back out there and play golf. So our winter season just around the corner, uh, like you mentioned, Mark, our television schedule coming back in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned to our social media channels on when you can expect to see us and what we'll be showing because we have some really exciting shows that we're super pumped to be airing uh, across the TSN. Network. Now, 20 weeks of TailorMade. It has now come. It is now gone. Another year. It's gone by way too quickly. And this year, we did something different with our fantasy pool. We had over 8,000 entries. And this year, we gave away three prizes for top three across the season long fantasy pool on the PGA Tour. People had to sign up, pick six players every week. Our winner is El Pistolaro. That's his username. Uh, with the Prize being P700 series irons. That's P7MB, MC, 770, or 790. So a full set of irons for the winner. Second place, John C., Stealth 2 Plus Driver. Third place, Francis. Six dozen TP5 golf balls. Uh, 20 weeks of tailor made. Stay tuned to our social channels as well when we will unveil the big winner. The full through-the-bag fitting at TaylorMade and a trip for two to Casa de Campo worth well over $10,000. Now, Mark, before we sign off here, we're going to be seeing each other on Tuesday with a very good friend of ours as well.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward. We got, we've got we got the nod. We got an invite up to uh, TPC Toronto from uh, our friend Lawrence Applebaum from Golf Canada. Uh, we just got it this morning before we went on the air, so I'm looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to playing TPC uh, Toronto as well. I don't know which course we're going to play. There's you know, three really good ones, so it, it really doesn't matter because they've got such a great facility there. And Looking forward to seeing L.A. and I'm sure some other familiar faces. So, uh, and, and the weather looks good next week. We're getting our heat back by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting up uh, close to 30 uh, Celsius again next week in southern Ontario. So that's, uh, that's the Kino golf weather, as you know. It cannot get hot enough for me.
1: It cannot get hot enough for the Z-Man, and your golf season, my friend, is here. Well, thank you for a great show today, Mark. Uh, If you're playing this afternoon, let's hope the weather cooperates for you at Cobble Beach, and hopefully you get a great day on the golf course.
3: Thanks, buddy. Uh, I'll have a great weekend. We'll chat over the weekend. Uh, We'll, uh, I guess, back to radio or Monday, or Monday's a holiday. I guess we're running the best of Monday. I I forgot about that, so I'm just going to See you Tuesday. Uh, we'll have to figure out a place to warm up skulls on the way up as CPC try going through a, a renovation at the moment. So uh, if we're going to want some rain time, we're going to have to stop on our way up and find a place to beat some seeds. So I'll, I'll yeah. talk to you over the weekend.
1: Yes, we will. Enjoy, my friends Send my best to uh, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada as well. Well, it's been another fun edition of GTC. I'll be back on Sports Center later tonight with Jennifer Hedger. Looking forward to that. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on TSN 1050. And remember, the first good decision for the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment
0: of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of LightStrike and LightStrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit golftalkcanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.